So Mark Zuckerberg testified before Congress, the originator of Facebook, owner of billions of dollars as a result, and of course millions of people's privacy being harvested by any number of vendors. He said, the one key thing, it's my fault, it was my fault. Boy, that really works, doesn't it, historically? Just show contrition. People want to know if mass murderers show any remorse. Isn't that amazing when you cover a mass murderer? Did he show any remorse? Somehow if you show remorse, it makes it better. Even volatile basketball coach Bobby Knight, when he was going to go coach at Texas Tech, there were women on the board of trustees who didn't like the hire, and they asked him why he did certain things and threw chairs and choked players. And he said, well, sometimes I just blew it. Well, when you say I was wrong, which he very seldom did, it somehow eases it. Zuckerberg, it's my fault. Well, okay, just don't do it again. But beyond that, the whole privacy question goes to another level in our culture. It almost ruins everything. Uh, after the national championship game, Villanova, Dante DiVincenzo, 31 points. We didn't talk about that. We were talking the next day about his tweets when he was 14, quoting from a rap song using the softer version of the N-word ending in a vowel. And that was all over the press the next day. Uh, what he said on Twitter at 14, we weren't talking about his game. The Masters champion. I was reading the next day's stories about his estranged, he was estranged from his parents. They didn't approve his marriage at 22, thought he was too young, so we cut him off. They weren't of the Masters. I wasn't reading about the Masters and the amazing final round. I was reading about his family ties. We know so much. We didn't know about Arnold Palmer's personal life. We didn't know about JFK's girlfriends. We didn't know that stuff. I wonder if we know too much. Social media, whether you enter into agreements on disclosure or not, the question is our privacy in general has just totally been stripped away and social media has probably changed that forever. And I would say we need to try to put the genie back into the bottle as much as we possibly can. It's nobody's business. Welcome to the Mitch Hank Show, originating four blocks from Wisconsin's capital. Mitch is the radio voice of uncommon sense. All sides of an argument are welcome here. Just be prepared to make one as Mitch argues for truth, not victory. Politics, lifestyle, pop culture are all on the table. So get ready to participate on the Mitch Hank Show. All right, get a table with some lights. It's like the SNL sketch. Feelings. No, I won't sing feelings. I just, I love that little piano action. It's like uh, Fernwood Tonight. Remember Fernwood Tonight with Martin Mull back in the 70s? You know, the Chamber of Commerce guy on. Why would somebody want to move to Fernwood? You know, it's a very funny show, which kind of grew out of Mary Hartman and Mary Hartman. Remember that show? Mary Hartman and Mary Hartman. Satirical soap opera. Very funny. I remember the one scene where the husband was going to see the psychiatrist or the psychotherapist. And he goes, well, I'm kind of embarrassed. i got a personal problem. The guy said, oh, no, everything you say here stays here. I make no judgments. I'm a professional. I'm a psychotherapist. I'm a psychiatrist. I don't judge you. And the guy said, okay, well, I've got this venereal disease. And the guy goes, hey, there's only so much I can take. <laughs> he said, I mean, I only go so far. <laughs> <laughs> just hilarious. Anyway, so we have Paul Ryan quitting. We have Trump on the verge of President Trump. You know, they always say Trump. They never say, did they say Obama all the time or did they say President Obama? I think they said President Obama. Trump, President Trump doesn't get the president much. But he's on the verge of, you know, bombing Syria, 
We have that. We have Stormy Daniels. It's like, uh, don't know why I've got lipstick on my, well, Stormy Daniels. I don't know why I can't stop singing that song, but again, we have that. We have the the feds. Robert Mueller actually dished it off to the U.S. Attorney in New York, raiding Trump's President Trump's attorney's office. So much stuff is going on. Um, but Paul Ryan, Paul Ryan, who looks a little bit like Eddie Munster from the show back in the '60s. I mean that in affectionately. I covered him when he was sworn in in 98. He and Tammy went in at the same time. And Channel 15 sent me to D.C. and we covered that, although I did experience in my earphones Pam Towser, who was anchoring the news at 15. How many stand-ups is he going to do? How many stand-ups is he going to do? I heard that in my ear, which was you know disconcerting because I had done none. I'm still trying to figure out what I ever did at 15 to alienate certain people. Uh, I didn't watch Friends or comment on Marsha Clark's clothes. I was some an outcast in that setting. So, okay, I'm not too messed up about it. You know, drugs, therapists. Any event, uh, I covered that. You know, he was there. We were kind of in the beginning. He was a freshman congressman. Becomes the Speaker of the House and says, I'm out of here. He said, you know, I, I related to this. And you may have been a single parent. I was a single parent. And, and uh, you know, you can't really just farm out the kids when you're a single parent. You can't farm them out. Nobody's going to let you watch the game. you got the kids. I'm sorry. You know, and people would say, uh, well, anyway, single parents know what I'm talking about. And he's a married, and he's got a nuclear family. He's got a wife that's, you know, good, a teamwork thing. He says, I'm not going to be a weekend parent the rest of my life. I'm not. I won't let that happen. I understand that. I mean, Robert Reich, who was the labor secretary under Bill Clinton, said the same thing. He quit after one term. So his son would say, well, can you come? Do we do this tomorrow or that tomorrow or tomorrow? Could never do it. He had to work. It's like a scene out of West Wing. I don't blame him. You know, you got to see your kids when they're young. What are you going to do when you're on your deathbed? You wish you would have done more emails? You wish you would have done more legislation? Or do you wish you would have seen your kids more, done more with your kids? We're going to get our guest here in the building for 630, so I'll talk to you while my devoted engineer, Mike Brockevelt, goes upstairs. Um, so I think you did the right thing. I mean, he, Paul Ryan, and there's no reason for you to hate him personally. I mean, you may you may hate him on ideology, on policy. You know, he's a he's a free trader. He kind of didn't do much to really put the squeeze on the Chinese. Trump is doing more than Paul probably did on that. He's a low tax guy. He believes in kind of liberal immigration reform. He was never a hawk on immigration. Paul Ryan. Cut his teeth with Jack Kemp back in the day, and he and Bill Bennett and Jack Kemp were all in favor of opposing Prop 187 in California, which said you wouldn't give benefits to undocumented workers, and that that ended the reign of Republicans winning elections in California statewide. Paul Ryan was against Prop 187. He was, he was friends with uh, Gutierrez in Chicago. He was, he was liberal on that point. Uh He's very socially conservative, obviously very pro-life or anti-abortion, how you want to describe it. Uh, but, you know, he's a nice guy. and he, So, I mean, there's no reason to hate him personally. He, he believed in his beliefs. 
Now, conservatives thought he was too soft on the Democrats, but hey, the House passed a lot of stuff that didn't get through the Senate because the Senate has trouble passing things because of the filibuster rule. The House passed the repeal of Obamacare. It passed any number of bills that didn't go anywhere in the Senate. So Paul Ryan, by and large, was true to his beliefs. Nice guy. Tammy is a very nice woman. I mean, in terms of personal, I got along with both of them, covering them for years in the news. Paul Ryan, famously, I stood up once on my show. I forgot he was on the line, and I was ranting about something else, and my engineer said, Paul from Janesville. I said, let's go to Paul from Janesville. And he goes, Mitch, it's Speaker Ryan. I got to go. He was on the phone for nine minutes. I said, oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Speaker. Well, then he, uh, they were so embarrassed and so put up by it, they actually did a press release making fun of me. Host forgets speaker on the phone. It was, it was kind of funny. Of course, he gave me a story to tell. Let's go to some Ryan today. He was talking to his people during the news conference and explaining his move. And let's capture some of that. I wanted to share with you a little of what I just told my colleagues uh, a few minutes ago. Uh, you realize something when you take this job. It's a big job with a lot riding on you, and you feel it. Uh, but you also know that this is a job that does not last forever. Uh, you realize that you hold the office for just a small part of our history, so you better make the most of it. It's fleeting, and that inspires you to do big things. And on that score, I think we have achieved a heck of a lot. You all know that I did not seek this job. I took it reluctantly, uh, but I have given this job everything that I have, and I have no regrets whatsoever for having accepted this responsibility. This has been one of the two greatest honors of my life. The job provides incredible opportunities, but it, the truth is it's easy for it to take over everything in your life, and you can't just let that happen because there are other things in life that can be fleeting as well. Namely, your time as a husband and a dad, which is the other great honor of my life. Uh, that's why today I'm announcing that this year will be my last one as a member of the House. Uh, to be clear, I am not resigning. I intend to full my serve term as I was elected to do. Uh, but I will be retiring in January, leaving this majority in good hands with what I believe is a very bright future. Um, it's almost hard to believe, but I have been a member of Congress for almost two decades. This is my 20th year in Congress. Um, my kids weren't even born when I was first elected. Our oldest was 13 years old when I became speaker. Uh, now all three of our kids are teenagers. And one thing I've learned about teenagers is um, their idea of an ideal weekend is not necessarily to spend all of their time with their parents. <laughs> uh, what I realize is if I am here for one more term, my kids will only have ever known me as a weekend dad. Uh, I just can't let that happen. Um, so I will be setting new priorities. I think that's that's enough. That's why is he did it. So he kind of waited till the kids were uh, older to leave Washington, and uh, at least he's going to be around more. And actually, let's face it, the teenage years are the rough years. You want to kind of be there as a boundaries setter, I suppose. You know, I do comedy about this, but, you know, the kids, they get older. You know, little kids, you're the big man on campus. Daddy, daddy. 
They want to sleep in your bed. They want to do all kinds of stuff. But then when they get older, I mean, let's face it, they, they care about their friends. They care about how they look. You know, they don't want to be embarrassed by you, the parent. Um, you know, I kind of, it's a little low little volume. I don't kind of do. Anyway, but, so, yeah, anyway, we're here. We'll let you. Um, you're kind of embarrassed by your parents. And, you know, we go to the high school football game. Daddy, don't be near us. Don't be near us. Don't embarrass us. Half time they want money, Dad. I do a little joke about that. Blank you, officer. They're trying to panhandle me. Well, you know how that goes. But still, I mean, you're you're kind of you're only going to have the kids around. And now that my kids are twenty four and twenty five, I know what the speaker how he feels because they are gone. Um, and I'm going to go on Facebook here. So is George on the line or no? It's somebody else. Um, give us a call at two one zero. 1667 to call in to the show. Is that all right? Yeah. Uh, we'll that's, take a, yeah, that, that's a good idea. We'll take a break, come back. Uh, we've got Jerry Hepman coming in at 630 and a chef from Delafield. It's going to be fantastic. He's going to bring some food in, too. Um, yeah, I've got the third headphone in the car. <laughs> now I see it. I see the message now. <laughs> hey, Gerald Ford takes over at noon tomorrow. Nixon resigning. World War II ended. The good guys won. Back with more on the Mitch Hanks Show, MadisonTalks.com and Facebook Live. The all-new Mitch Hanks Show would like to thank our sponsors. We're grateful for their support of the all-new Mitch Hanks Show. When it comes to telephone on-hold advertising, some commonly asked questions are, why do we need an on-hold message? How do we write a script? How long should the message be? How does the message get played? How much does it cost? I'm Bob of Abella Creative Services, and a telephone on-hold message speaks directly to your target audience while they're on-hold with your company. Continuously advertises only your business without the clutter of competitive ads and for just a fraction of conventional advertising costs. At Bob Abella Creative Services, we'll help you draft a well-written script, provide the appropriate announcer, music, course sound effects and the studio time and expertise to put it all together we'll also provide you with any special equipment you might need to play your on-hold message even though we probably have more experience than most other on-hold message companies will cost you less let Baba Bella Creative Services stretch your advertising dollar with an on-hold message that provides your customers with real, actionable solutions to their problems. Baba Bella Creative Services gets results. Just send us an email at bacsgetsresults at gmail.com. That's bacsgetsresults at gmail.com. Welcome back to the Mitch Hank Show. Mitch seeks the truth by inviting all sides of the issue. Thanks for listening to The Mitch Hank Show. We are back, and we're going to shift gears. I just want to make one point about the uh, the Mueller thing. I'm thinking, Donald Trump, and tell me if I'm wrong here. Give me a call at 210-1667. Bring Joe Heppy in here shortly. He's our chef guest. And actually, Joe, move this way a little bit so we can get you on camera. Um, and I say that if Trump speaks to Robert Mueller, uh, you just say, well, I take the fifth. You know, it's not going to be on TV. Don't do the TV thing. Do the private thing. And then if it gets too tough, just say, well, I'll take the fifth. You're allowed to take the fifth, right? Take the fifth. And I'll answer that. Did you have sex with that woman? I, I take the fifth. Because Bill, you know, he said, uh, you know, he didn't have sex. Well, 
they said, do you have sex in the Oval Office? He goes, no. Well, they had sex in the room adjacent to the Oval Office, you know, that kind of thing. Plus, the federal judge had defined sex as the real deal, and, of course, they just did some surface stuff. So, you know, Bill was dancing around the terms. Uh, I think, of course, what got him in trouble, right? I mean, lying about that. That's what got him in trouble, perjury. What did he lie about? That. So, you know, Trump, he, he doesn't always tell the truth, as we understand. So just, I take the fifth on that. Take the fifth, you know. Now, would his people care? His voters, his voters wouldn't care. So then you take the risk, well, the Republicans may lose because Trump took the fifth. Well, the Democrats are fired up anyway. Trump doesn't care about them. He cares about himself, first and foremost, in terms of survival. Don't get mad at me. He's just the way it is. He's a survivor, New York guy, tough guy. He might tell the Democrats, look, I'll pass what you want. Just don't impeach me. Who knows? We'll see. But I think take the fifth. Am I right about this, Mike? Is that the way to go? You're allowed to take the fifth? Take the fifth. That's a good idea. What are you going to say? Well, I did have sex with Stormy, and my wife had just had given birth, so she was really no good to me at that time, so I I was horny, so I had, you know, what are you going to say? It's it's not good. There's nothing good you can say in that situation. Mr. President, did you have the affair with the, no, but uh, that's what I'm thinking. Uh, But I wanted to run... Our battery's running low here on the uh, camera. But I will say this about the Russian the collusion thing. Uh, President Obama in October of 18 was asked if the Russians are messing with the election and could they manipulate the election or somehow cloud the election. And let's go to the that soundbite. President Obama said in October of 16, election year, when asked in the Rose Garden if the Russians were going to mess with the election, here's what the president said. There is no serious person out there who would suggest somehow that you could even you could even rig America's elections in part because they're so decentralized and the numbers of votes involved. There's no evidence that that has happened in the past or that there are instances in which that will happen this time. And so uh, I'd advise Mr. Trump to stop whining and go try to make his case to get votes. Now, I want to turn from that in our political segment to a lighter fare, because Joe Heppy is here, who's a young guy, but he's a great chef, chef extraordinaire, international uh, renown, because he's at ID restaurant in Delafield? In Delafield. Delafield. Well, let's get your uh, mic going here. Uh, yeah, there you go. How you doing, Joe? I'm doing very well, thank you. Uh, and it's unique. And you brought some, you brought some little uh, food in here, some hors d'oeuvres. I did. And I, did. I like that it's sort of a global, kind of international feel. Uh, we, we went ahead with Joe. That's okay. We're gonna have Jerry in here in a minute with another great story. But Joe, I, I read that it was sort of a global, kind of international type feel with local produce. Is that the <clears throat> angle? That's correct. Um, you know, so our tagline is randomly inspired. So we bring that inspiration from all around the world. Um, it can be the travels that, you know, lucky enough to take as a vacation or um, something we might have eaten, you know, on, during the weekend. Yeah. Uh, and we get a lot of produce coming from local farmers and small businesses. And we want to put our little twist on that to make it a unique uh, offering for the guests. Well, it sounds fantastic. You brought in a bunch of goody little produce things, which would be good for the diet, by the way. This is actually one of the first vegan salads that I naturally created, which oh. was, it was amazing for the restaurant. Where A vegan salad? Yeah, I know, no I know. animal products, folks. <laughs> no, so. no. 
Um, usually when I create vegan fare, it's something I have to consciously make that effort towards. But this uh-huh. is a great spring offering. Well, I see some strawberries maybe sliced right yeah. here. What so else do you have? We've got here? a lot of ingredients. So it started around these green underripe strawberries that we uh, marinated in a little bit of yuzu juice. Uh, which is a exotic citrus, kind of a little lemony, little orangey. Oh, yuzu um, juice, huh? Little yuzu. Um, and then we brought uh, the regular standard red strawberries, a little bit of uh, rainbow radish, some fava beans, Marcona fava almonds. Fava beans. Uh, fava beans, yeah. Get those at the grocery store? Um, I, you'll probably see them at the market pretty soon. Oh, wow, well, yeah. Where, uh, where are they from? Where are they? Uh... Um, so our farmer, Brintag, uh, in Oconomowoc, is going to be growing them for us. Uh, they're wow, planted you've got in the your grounds. own farmer. We've, we've got a lot of farmer friends, so that wow, helps us. that's fantastic. Um, uh, yeah, what else do you have there? So with the international flavor, you know, we've got a little bit of the yuzu, but then we also have uh, ajo blanco, which is a traditional type of gazpacho from Spain. So the almonds and the strawberries really is that flavor, and then we wanted to see what else can we do with the strawberries and the almonds. Oh my gosh, strawberries and almonds! What did you say it was fabacho? Um, it's uh, it's a, a original form of gazpacho. Gazpacho. Before you put tomatoes, I in, so see. Ajo blanco is the name. And you just put it in there, and you mix the lettuce with all the stuff. And yeah, you... yeah. We've got some great uh, drinking vinegar. Drinking um, vinegar. Yeah. It's good enough uh-huh. to drink. You want to cook with the wine that you can drink, and you want yeah. to, you know, make. A I've vinaigrette. never seen drinking vinegar in my well, life. Well, we're going to see it, and we might even taste so it. If I go to the store, if I go to the bar, can I say I want some drinking <laughs> vinegar? You have to go maybe in California. Oh, California well, might have that. True, Madison's yeah. not uh, not I, there yet. I understand. So you've got drinking vinegar. Yeah. Should we take a spoonful of it right now? Oh, sure. Why not? All right. It's not like a spoonful of sugar. Oh, it's a, it's a spoonful of vinegar. You know. All right. A little well, different. I'll try it. Okay. So this is our. Uh, uh, pock pock, uh, Thai basil drinking Ooh, I like vinegar. It, I like it. But although, is it a little more you're looking for? Or oh, no, no, you're no, good. No, good no, no, I'm fine. I think it spilled, but that's okay. So then, we, yeah, we use that to uh, to dress the salad. A little bit of olive oil, uh, some frisé. Frisé. Uh, a little bitter. But, now, uh, so it's not is, lettuce, it's frisé. Frisé, it sounds fun you to get say. You frisé right in the, uh, in the produce section? Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. Whole Foods definitely would have that. You know, mm-hmm. all these ingredients you're going to see at the market in the next couple months. Um, at ID, I was just a little a little tired of cooking with root vegetables, so we, we yeah. jumped the gun a little bit on our What do we have in, in this container? It was so, like olive oil. So, yep, a little bit of olive oil. Olive oil, okay, yeah. Uh, uh, now, Italians would, would nod, so would Greeks, obviously. Yeah. They know what they're doing with the olive oil. Oh, God, yeah. A little uh, bit of this pock pock vinegar. With the Corleone business, with the olive oil business, you know. Yes. Don Corleone. Uh, Among other things. Well, he did other things, too, yeah. Yes. Uh, so, uh-huh. most important part of the salad, salt and pepper. Really? Well, salt and pepper, man. Difference like between it. good food and, and great food. You really, yeah, that's people kind of take that for granted, yeah. don't they? I mean, it's the hardest thing to teach as a chef, too. Well, some people know when it's salt because they have the heart issues and they, they're told by their doctor not to have salt. I've heard people say that's a myth, but yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, my grandma said one thing. I'm not going to get in trouble with the FTC, by the way. I'm not saying it's <laughs> not bad, but everything in moderation is what grandma Moderation, yeah, say. grandma would say that. Yeah. Well, so, what lady. is your uh, ethnicity then? So, that was, uh, that was Grandma K, Grandma Kosminski, so Polish. Oh, I'm um, Polish, actually. Mom's side is Polish, dad's side was German, so a, ah, I see. a good well, Milwaukee blend. Oh, I'd say so. Boy, you got, they got that going on. So, we got the uh, frisé, a little bit of green strawberries, red strawberries, a little bit of Marcona almonds. Marcona almonds. Uh, 
And then this is my, my secret that all the, the cooks I work with make fun of me for putting it on everything. A little bit of pickled mustard seeds. Ooh, pickled mustard seeds. Man, you must back there. A salad's going to take you, what, 10 minutes to make? Or? You know, I try to push it out a little faster than I mean, that. People but, go to uh, the ID and... Delafield, they're going to know they're going to get some quality stuff. Well, you know, it's it's really hard to be a chef nowadays with the the cooking shows and the the home cooks that that take it to the next level. That really push us as professional chefs. What am I going to do in my restaurant that you can't do at your house? Oh wow, well, you've done a lot that I don't do at my house. I'll tell you that right now. All right, then we got some of these beautiful rainbow radishes. Rainbow radishes, I mean. Or Beauty Heart Radish, whatever you Beauty, want to call it. Again, Whole Foods, you think? Or? Oh, for sure. Definitely. You can't lose with that, right? No. I mean, you know, maybe not get it at your neighborhood market, but go to Whole Foods. Now here in Madison, I mean, you'd be you surprised. You might have it. Yeah. But, yeah. So then this is the uh, How'd you blanco. learn all this stuff? Where'd you go to school? Man, I steal a lot of ideas from good cookbooks, let me tell you. Good cookbooks? Uh, and, um, so I was talking uh, earlier, I went to school for English. English and film at UWM. Oh, yeah? Like every great uh, English major, you're going to do something outside of the English I would field. think so, yeah. Um, but I've cooked since I was 15, worked for some great chefs in Chicago and in Milwaukee, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, kind of continued to learn. I I'm probably moved 300 cookbooks from... Eight different apartments. My wife loves that. Uh-huh, uh, finally, uh-huh. uh, bought a house on the Ma- uh, east side of Madison a couple of years ago. So wow, won't have to move those. So you're commuting anytime. from Madison to uh, Madison. Delafield. Yeah. So it's uh, so Delafield is about 45 minutes from yeah, Madison. Reasonable. Mm-hmm. Very reasonable. Um, it's uh, easy on, easy off, easy parking, um, and it's a, a unique experience that we try to bring a, a little different creative global take on some of these local produce that we use. And we're at MadisonTalks.com and Facebook Live. I'm talking to Joe Heppy, who's this phenomenal chef at the ID restaurant in Delafield. A question for the, the audience, give us a call, 210-1667, here code 608, 210-1667. A couple of more minutes here with Joe, and then we'll shift to Jerry Huffman with a phenomenal story about a photo involving his dad and a little girl in World War II, right, Jerry? And yes, sir. It turned out to be you met the woman. It's just an amazing story, which I love. We'll come back with more on the Mid-Tank Show on MedicineTalks.com and Facebook Live. This is the all-new Mitch Hank Show. Need a comedian or MC for your private party or corporate event? Don't be shy. I can do it without telling any dirty jokes. In fact, when I'm not doing my Frank Sinatra tribute show, I've done stand-up at the comedy club and at private events for years. Whether it's a large convention or private gathering in your living room, I've done it. We all need to laugh more. The world can be even more stressful than it is. There's no business like show business, and I usually find those of you who have the best jokes about your coworkers at the company dinner. So feel free to contact me at 347-0374. That's 347-0374. Or email at info at madisontalks.com. That's info at madisontalks.com. Welcome to the Mitch Hank Show, originating four blocks from Wisconsin's capital. Mitch is the radio voice of uncommon sense. All sides of an argument are welcome here. Just be prepared to make one, as Mitch argues for truth, not victory. Politics, lifestyle, pop culture are all on the table. So get ready to participate on the Mitch Hank Show. All right, we're talking the Mitch Hank Show on uh, Facebook Live, MadisonTalks.com. By the way, 
I've got a great podcast with Roger Stone, friend of Trump, who talks about how he thinks President Trump will be indicted by Mueller. And you want to hear that. MadisonTalks.com, Roger Stone, the hour podcast. Check it out. Um, I put it on Facebook again, too, today. But Joe Happy is here. Uh, at the ID restaurant, an incredible chef of, I've never heard of these dishes. I mean, you, you sort of learned this as you went along in Chicago, Milwaukee, the cookbooks. Yeah. And here yeah. you are. How old are you? You look young. So, well, thank you very much. Uh, I'm going to be 39 in October. 39. My neck is 20. <laughs> Everybody looks young to us, Mitch. I think on. so. It's just, it's, what happened, Jerry? I mean, Jerry Heffern is here, too. I woke up and one morning I had white hair. Well, give me, I know, exactly know the, the feeling. Yeah. Now, what is the name of your company? You're the PR guy. I mean, you got your Go own. Go-to Guy Communications. Go-to Guy we Communications. We do a little of this. We do a little of that. We work with cool guys like you Joe. You came along. You met Joe. And this is fantastic. We're going to talk about your story here next, but... Uh, go ahead, Joe. You had some more to talk about with this. Yeah, so beer. so real quick, we left off. We got a little frisée in the bowl. We threw in some miner's lettuce, which is uh, a lettuce that grows in the Pacific Northwest only in the springtime. Uh, so a lot of these ingredients that we're going to try to pull from uh, are spring ingredients, either that are going to be grown here in the next couple uh, months or that are currently growing elsewhere in the country. So now why is the miner's lettuce grown in the Pacific Northwest better than regular lettuce? Sure. You know, so the story that I was told, it only grows in areas that... Uh, had had a forest in the past so wow. it, it's something to add to that very herbaceous uh uh leaf that we like to use now and it sounds wonderful to me because uh, i'm not sure where quote regular lettuce comes from is wisconsin known for growing lettuce oh yeah I, yeah yeah we got lettuce we got a lot of vegetables a lot of lettuce hold the pickles hold the lettuce special orders don't upset us <laughs> i remember that commercial but uh, well, that's great. So you you, you pack. Look, just finish the deal sure. here because we all right. A, so what we got? We got the frisée. We've got the fava beans. We've got two <laughs> different types of strawberries. The the white strawberries as well as the ripe red strawberries. Uh, we put a little bit of our uh, our drinking vinegar. Which drinking we had a, vinegar. A good experience with. Pretty good, yeah. Uh, very healthy to drink too. Oh boy! And then we put the ajo blanco down, which is a uh, almond sauce in Spain, traditionally used as a, a gazpacho as a cold soup in the summertime. So we're using that kind of as a, a way to dress that salad. And then we put it in all good salads. In my opinion, you got to have cheese or bread in it. So I don't have any cheese in this salad, so it's, it's a vegan salad. But we have some nice right, right. olive oil crostinis um, and uh, a little pickled mustard seed and some Marcona almonds. Do I know how to bring a guest to you or what, Mitch? I mean, this is just phenomenal. Jerry, you've undone yourself on this Wait, guest. Hey, Joe, i got to tell you one thing. Yeah. You are not going to believe this. I just happen to have a spoon in oh. my pocket. I am very curious. <laughs> I am very curious about drinking oh. vinegar. I, really I can't am. believe nobody is calling. 210-1667-210-1667. I've not seen a salad this exciting in a long time. And, of course, i got to tell you, I, I made a pact today with a person who cut my hair because we were both talking about dieting. And I said, the key is you got to start, right? Starting is key. And I said, six weeks would be May 23rd, so my goal is to lose 40 pounds in six weeks. And my plan is not to have dairy, bread, or sugar. So I can right. do I can here. do your salad. I'm in good shape, right? Yep. The vinegar is amazing. So we got that. That's, yeah. honest, that's honest to God vinegar. Fancy vinegar. He, drinking now what vinegar. What is that red sauce you're putting on there? So we got to get a little fancy in the restaurant. So we have a little strawberry gel. Okay. So, kind of uh, from an aesthetics, you got to eat with your eyes first. Now, when you I say sugar, I, I mean processed sugar. I don't want to have. Pre so, the natural sugar from fruit, I'm going to allow. Yeah. And, and, and organic sugar, too. Organic you know. sugar. Because who's um, fat because they had too many bananas? Are you, you know the show of hands. Are you fat because you had too many bananas? I don't think so. Am I right, Jerry? Is there that you go. Say? Yeah. I love bananas. Well, yeah. 
Go ahead. Sorry. Okay. So we're all we're all in then. We've got uh, the ajo blanco. I'm gonna hold it that one. Hold it. Give me, hold yep, yep. the camera Let's there. Let's see how how this Look at that here. right there. Look, Look at that. that salad. It's a vegan salad with all these ingredients from all over the world, including the Pacific Northwest, right there. At ID in Delafield. Yep. But we should mention you're in the Delafield Hotel. Yeah. So it's a, it's a small boutique hotel. We've got 38 rooms. Uh, Ooh, it's a boy. You know, it's a quaint little town um, in between Milwaukee and Madison. Um, great for a weekend, dinner, a lot of hiking trails. Lapham Peak is uh, half a mile away. That is so romantic, by the way. You, couples of all ages and, you know, politicians go there. It's a great spot, 38 I t- rooms. I tell, you, I tell you the truth. I've done some stories about the Hotel Delafield in the old days when it first opened up. Yeah. I've been lucky and blessed and traveled the world. This is one of the most stunning hotels in in the Midwest. I mean, hotel this, Delafield, and the restaurant is in the hotel. In the yeah. hotel, yep. It's great amenities it's, for it's the a guests. Beaut- I mean, it's a Fister Plus. Yeah, oh no, it's, that's, that's not hyperbole. That's, I mean, this uh, is a beautiful, it's contemporary. small hotel. It the really Fister is. is a beautiful hotel in downtown Milwaukee. By the way, a great bar at the top, I should say. Oh, yeah. A blue, t- blue room? Blue yeah, room it's a great bar. Yeah. Now, uh, so that's great, but you do other things too. Uh, you know. We do. You know, this is a uh, you know, vegetarian offering. We're trying to go a little lighter in the spring and yeah, summer. Yeah, yeah. Um, but traditionally, I'm a little heavy-handed with uh, meat-centric. You know, with, mm-hmm. with, we've got some great pork vendors that we work with, our farmers. Great for the diet. Um, a lean, Proteins allowed. Yeah. We've got, well, we've got a nice lean, uh, uh, well, not so lean, but a lamb rib that we have on our menu. Pin oaks sounds so good, lamb. And and lamb is great, but lamb ribs is if you're a lamb fan and you haven't had lamb ribs, you gotta try it. It's a little bit fattier. If you think of like the the pork belly of the lamb, basically. Yeah, my good friend Gus Prescovalacos, who owned Costa's restaurant in State Street for years and now has other holdings, but I think he has lamb with everything. Lamb, Mm -hmm. he's got lamb. Got an ice cream sundae with lamb, and there's lamb, you know, (laughs) cereal, lamb. You know, I haven't tried that combination yet, ice cream, uh, lamb, but I'm gonna do it. No, this looks so good. Um, do you eat? Well, of course you. What if you're not there, Joe? I mean, yeah, I got a great team. You know, I think at, yeah. you know at 39 years young, uh, been in this business for for quite some time. It's kind of the only thing I've ever done. At this point, it's all about training and working with the the staff that I have. So I got a lot of great young chefs that are taking over the restaurant when I'm not there. So life is good at 39. You got a gig like this, man. I mean, at 39, what was I doing, Jerry? What were we doing? Uh, I think we were still doing time. I think I got yeah. <laughs> up at Wapan or something. I think I worked for Jim Doyle that time, or maybe 40. It was right in that yeah. sort of similar to doing time. And actually, I mean, in a good sense, but it was a political hack job. Uh, no, this is great, Joe. I appreciate it very much, and people can get a variety of things and even some carbs probably, huh? Oh, point. definitely. we got a great uh, it's a Japanese milk bread on the menu currently, kind of like a brioche but a little bit lighter. I noticed you had a little bread there, kind of some little toasty. Yeah, uh, a little baguette crostini. Baguettes, yeah. What about desserts? I'm just curious. Not that I can have that on the diet, but... Yeah, we've got a great pastry chef. Uh, Rebecca does a phenomenal job at ID and in the Delafield Hotel. She does the wedding cakes. She also has a great crepe cake on the mm, menu right crepe now. Crepe cake, oh crepe boy. Cake. Caramelized what about white cheesecake? Did cheesecake on no, 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 no cheesecake, but that's okay. No cheesecake. We can do that for you if you come in. You oh, no, out. I'm not going to do it, well, not until I lose my 40 pounds in six weeks. But uh, this is great, Joe. I appreciate it very much. And, uh, folks, the uh, the, the hotel, hotel Delafield. Delafield uh, Hotel. Delafield yep. Hotel. And 45 minutes away is not bad. Uh, the ID restaurant in the Delafield Hotel. Joe Happy, the master chef. Check it out and get a room. You know, get a room in the best sense. I'm not encouraging <laughs> promiscuity, obviously, in any circumstances, but sometimes it's best to get a room. 
Anyway, so, hey, appreciate that very much. It's fantastic. Uh, we're going to come back and talk to Jerry. He's got this incredible story. Give us a call at 608-210-1667 if you want. And we'll come back with more on The Mitch Hank Show on MadisonTalks.com and Facebook Live. Talk radio will never be the same. The uncommon sense of Mitch Hank has been unleashed worldwide. This is the all-new Mitch Hank Show. MadisonTalks.com is the home of Madison's most creative talk radio. If you have a serious gift of gab, you have stories to share, political, social, or religious positions to express, contact Madison Talks to have your own 60-minute weekly podcast recorded and posted for the world to hear. Have a new book to promote? Madison Talks is the ideal place to promote it. Fly solo or line up guests for your weekly live talk session. When your 60-minute program is finished live streaming, it'll be posted as a podcast to madisontalks.com for listening 24-7. Take your message to the world with madisontalks.com. Call 608-210-1667 or visit madisontalks.com. That's 608-210-1667 or visit madisontalks.com. madisontalks.com, looking for your creative commentary. Welcome back to the Mitch Hank Show. Mitch seeks the truth by inviting all sides of the issue. Thanks for listening to the Mitch Hank Show. And we're back, and uh, the great salad, we're kind of nibbling away. It's just absolutely delicious, the vegan salad with all these international... Sucks to be us tonight, pal. It really does. Uh, you know, it's, it's fantastic. Joe. I'll be headed Thank to Delafield pretretty darn soon. I'll tell you that for this exciting stuff. Although Jerry's having a piece of the baguette, which I can't have for at least forty days or three. What did I say? Six weeks? Yeah, I'll do it for both of us. That's good. Wait, um, I'm talking with my mouthful. That's all right. Well, Jerry, um, buddy, been a long time. You are the guy that does all the media stuff for a lot of different clients, including Joe. It's fantastic. But you have come across an incredible story. This is for like uh, Paul Harvey. Kind of thing. The, the rest, rest of the story. Of the story. You had a photo of your father in World War II, correct? Mm-hmm. Was he in uh, was Czechoslovakia? He was in Czechoslovakia. Czechoslovakia, then. and uh, on the day the war ended. The day the war ended. VE Day was it? Or I, I guess that would have been VE Day. No. And so he's holding a uh, little girl. Right? You no, know, he's posing. Oh, okay. Let me paint the picture. My dad yeah. was 19 years old. Okay. Six months out of high school. He's driving a tank for General Patton across Europe through the Battle of the Bulge. They're pushing everything east. Yeah. And it's over. Yeah, no messing around with Patton, right? Just get yeah. it done. I mean, see you, General. It's been, you know, it's been fun. But imagine this little village in the middle of nowhere, Czechoslovakia. Yeah. Mitch, these people have been living with a war for four years. Oh, yeah. yeah. Every day, am I going to get shot when I step outside? Is my husband going to get home? Is my wife going to get home? Mm-hmm. My dad's a 19-year-old kid. He said it turned into this amazing party. Actually, here's a picture. Well, let's hold it up. Again. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, it's kind of hard to see. Yeah, we'll have yeah, to post it. We'll post it, yeah. Uh, GoFundMe.com. GoFundMe.com. The girl in the picture. Yeah. The girl in the picture. Um, 
They took a picture. My dad, this young woman, and another kid. Yeah. Just became a keepsake. In the streets of, uh, what city? Blatna, Czechoslovakia. About 6,000 people. I believe it's technically considered northern Bohemia. Sure. In the midst of this party. And what strikes me is how much hair my dad had as a kid. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay. Mm -hmm. And how happy they all look. Oh, my. Well, of course, they're liberated. Yeah. I've been a reporter a long time. Want to find out who this woman is. Dad, what's the woman's name? And I don't remember. That was a long time ago. Yeah. How Dad. Would, why would he bother to, you know, <laughs> hey, sure, I'll yeah. take a picture, right? Life goes on. He has two kids. I get married, settle down, become a reporter. Dad, give me something. Nothing. I struck out everywhere, Mitch, trying to find out well, who that's this woman was. That's a hard one. Yeah. Last fall, I wrote a letter to the Czech ambassador in D.C., Dear Mr. Ambassador, my father was a, a World War II veteran and was in this village. Ta, 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 ta. Can you help us find out if this woman's still alive? Ambassadors being ambassadors, we placed a little feature story in a local paper. Her daughter saw her mom's picture in the newspaper. So it appeared in the paper in Czechoslovakia. In Czechoslovakia. Do we yeah. know who this woman is? She's still alive. She's 93 years old. She's wow. healthy as a wow. horse. How about that? They invited my wife. What's Carol. her name? I'm curious. Oh, That's okay. I knew you were going to ask me. It was a well, serious check name. Check name, yeah. It, it's, 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 it's a mouthful. Could have been Olga. Could have been Nadia. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, good point. They invited us to come over uh, in early May for their Memorial Day celebration. It's called the Liberation Day celebration. Oh, boy. I get to sit down with this woman. I get to talk that to her. That is amazing. The girl from the picture. The girl That's even from better the... than the girl from Ipanema. Yeah, the girl from the picture. We put it up on GoFundMe looking for help. Right. My wife, Carol, I give her all credit. She had a brilliant idea. If there's any other veterans out there who served in the Czechoslovakia, the Prague area, is there something you want to go back there? Sure. I got a note today. I was on Channel 15 with our buddy John oh, Stoffel last night. Right, yeah. Okay. They had a shot of my dad and three of his buddies up when they were on leave. Uh-huh. A woman sent a note. Excuse me. That's oh, okay, no. They said, I'm fairly sure that guy's my dad. Which guy? The, one of the other guys in the photo. In the photo. My okay. dad and three of his buddies sure, yeah. were on leave. Nice note from a lady. I'm assuming she's from somewhere in Madison. If she saw it on 15, um, said, I think that's my dad. So as soon as we get out of here today, once we get Joe packed up. <laughs> Who knows, right? It, Mitch, it just keeps going. So you might have an expedition. You might have an entourage. Yeah. It could turn into something pretty cool. But the emotions of figuring out who this woman is oh. i get to go back to the village where my dad learned that war was over yeah he's 19 years old and he's going i'm not going to get killed today isn't that great and that, that's a high right there that's yeah. almost as good loyola beating miami and uh, you know or they beat the second game <laughs> go ahead <laughs> oh. oh that's all right i'm i'm amazed it's been embraced uh by gofundme they sent us a corporate donation Really, week. really. Yeah, to help great? pay for the trip. Yeah. The government's asked us to come over, take part in the celebrations. I have no idea what they're going to do. But Mitch, Oh, that's great. Well, give the people the, uh, the, the GoFundMe site. Or... GoFundMe.com, the girl in the picture. The girl in the picture, yeah. If there's something, you know, and yes, of course, we're still looking for money because we haven't paid for everything yet. But is there something I can take back for your mom, your dad, your sister, your uncle, whatever? Something you want 
back in Czechoslovakia in one of their local museums, or yeah. the Czech Republic, I should sure, say. Sure, the Czech Republic now. I've heard it's a great place to go because the dollar has some weight there, right? I used to live in Austria for several years. Sure. So oh, that part oh. of the country is, is it's beautiful. You there. and the Von Trapps. Yeah. <laughs> Edelweiss. You've never Edelweiss. seen me spin in my skirt. Love your homeland for... Oh, go ahead. Uh, but So you're excited. You're oh, going man, I, we found out who the woman is. I prayed the other night and said, hey, Dad, you want to know what her name is? So Dad's still around, too. I, I, no, Dad Dad passed oh, away about 30 years ago. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's okay, pal. Uh, I cannot imagine. I'm jumping out of my skin, Mitch. I really am. I bet you are. You know, to be able to go there and see these people, be part of their celebration of the end of World War II. The liberation from the Nazis. I mean, come on. But, I mean, I tried to explain this. This winter, I've been working as a teaching assistant in a sixth grade in Oregon. I was trying to explain it to some of my kids today. You know, imagine State Street. You can't go outside because you might get shot. No, that's that's pretty bad. You know, planes are strafing your neighborhood. The things they live through. Yeah. That's amazing. I just wish Joe could cook for him. Oh, the thing, but I could cook for that celebration. Are you, yeah, are you, are you up for a road trip? Pal? You could have. In fact, you know, uh, I'm a well, good caterer. Let me tell you that. So you can you can bring some of the people. Uh, back well, it'll to, take about 14 hours to get there. I Perfect. would think some Plenty of those of folks would want to make a trip to Delafield too later down the road. Well, yeah, and Joe and I were talking about this earlier. Trip. It's it's less than an hour down the road. <laughs> yeah, 45 minutes. I mean, if you're living on the west side and you're going to drive to the east side for a restaurant here in Madison. That's not too far of a, a, a difference. No, yeah, I don't think so. Oh, it's fantastic. Plus, you know, it's close to Milwaukee, too, so you got that going yeah, on for you. Yeah, What is it, 30 minutes from downtown Milwaukee? Or so I'm on the, I'm, well, uh, yeah, it's about 30 minutes, uh, maybe 25, depending on how fast you're driving with traffic. Well, yeah. that's great, you know. And who, I'm not going to go and have the onion rings at that other place because I can't do it now on the diet. But I can sure have a vegan salad or even yeah. some lamb or even some whatever yeah, else. Some beautiful yes. grilled lamb ribs for you. Grilled lamb ribs. Got a wood-burning yeah. grill. No, the grill I will have red wine because I'm not going to – you can't cut out everything because uh, sugar isn't red wine, right? Because it says, you know. Uh, let's say no. Mar- let's, say, let's say no. <laughs> Marginally. Barely, barely. Can you because can you conceivably cut out everything? It's it's kind of hard, I would think. As a, you can't cut out wine. Uh, no, wine is good for you. And didn't they say on sixty minutes it's good for your heart? Yeah. As the proud beef eater in the group here. Yeah. What else is on the menu, Joe? Yeah. Oh, I mean, let's let's not call me a vegan chef because if we did that, that no, would be, no, uh, be, be, be tight. That'd be tight. Protein is part of the menu. You said that, yeah. Yeah, we've got we got a great uh, 16 ounce USDA prime ribeye that we we would grill. Oh. We've got a pork collar, which is a it's kind of like a um, a butcher's cut in the in the pork world. Uh, it's deliciously <laughs> yeah. well marbled. Uh, we've got great organic chicken that we do a half uh, roasted, uh, smoke roasted, so we'll smoke it while we're roasting it. Uh, great flavor inside that as well. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we, we mix it up as is well it, with different farmers. I'm going to tee you up here. Is it hard to eat well in this area? He, like here in Madison? I'm in Madison? Between Madison and Milwaukee, the I-94 yeah. corridor. Um, I think you, you see a, a lot of great restaurants in, in Milwaukee and Waukesha. Uh, in Madison, you know, then you got to go to Chicago or you got to go to Minneapolis. For, in in my opinion, for those big spots. Yeah. But uh, well, I just but I, I just well, tried the gazpacho. It's the best part of the salad. Oh my goodness gracious! It really is fantastic. I mean, how you found all that stuff and learned all those different pieces of that salad. A lot of patient chefs working with me. I mean, it's more than just the bacon and the wedge 
iceberg with the with the blue cheese. And time I, and place for which that. Which I though, like, too. but yeah. you know, yeah. not, this is really exquisite stuff. Do you have to have a? Is there a standard to be a chef? Could I be? Um, a, I, I'm a chef. I, I make great I, breakfast. I think the the anybody can be a chef, right? I mean, you're cooking food. I think to from a chef to give that term to someone else, there's a lot more that goes into it. That management of people, the training of people, um, the food that you produce. Yeah, you might be able to make something nice here, you know, for for two guys in a in a room. But to be a chef involves working with a lot of different set of hands and different people and training them to prepare that for 100, 200 people. At How many uh, tables or seats do you have? In the... So we seat about 140. We've got a great patio. Yeah. Are you open? How many nights a week are you? So open? we're open seven nights a week. Um, wow. How about that? We do dinner every night of the week, and Sundays we do a brunch. Now, can I ask about the uh, high end, or can you? Is some other things less expensive? Sure. I mean, as far as the price points go, you know, we have a the, the pound ribeye is upwards of forty dollars, but for a good quality steak, that's what you're going to have to pay. Yeah. Um, but then we have anything from an eight dollar uh, side of truffle French fries. The salad, uh, I believe, is uh, $11, $11 on our menu. It's that a little bit larger than that. Is, is well beyond worth that. Do I want to bring the kids there? Oh, definitely. We have, Seriously, we're, we're, what have yeah. you got for the kids? So for the kids, it, it depends on where they're at. You know, if, if they're more adventurous, you know, I've got a three-year-old and one-year-old. All they're eating is bananas and a lot of whole milk. That's it. Yeah. Um, but uh, we've got flatbreads that we do on the menu, so we can cater that towards the kids. Mm. Uh, we have house-made pasta, so a, a popper doll with butter. And a little bit of Parmesan usually wins them over. And if that doesn't work, we got some great chicken fingers that uh, I've been known to make a sandwich with. Chicken fingers and truffle fries, uh, I think, is going to get the job done with the kids. Living large. Not for me. I can't do that anymore, but that's what you're saying. I wear dark clothes for a reason, Jer. Well, I noticed the vinegar you poured on yourself isn't showing either. Spill on the vinegar. That drinking vinegar is good, but I shouldn't be drunk on it. I mean, come on. No, but we have five minutes, and you've been so good to be with us. Um, I'm just curious. Uh, I'm an Indiana native. So are you, right, Jim? Yeah, me and Dan Quayle. Same Hunting, Huntington, Indiana. Huntington, Dan Indiana. Quayle. WHLT, why Huntington likes television. I've heard of that station. Uh, they played my high school monitor in the 64 state finals. I would say that my high school won Lafayette, but that's I don't want to rub it in. Um, but I did notice during the Final Four, because Indiana's a big basketball state. I've talked about it before. Uh, people are watching. Here, the Badgers aren't playing. They don't, nobody watches. Why aren't you watching? The Badgers aren't playing. I thought, well, if they get in the tournament next year, you want other people to watch the Badgers, don't you? Don't you want other people from other states to watch the Badgers? But, no, I can't. It's a losing battle. Same with the football. And now they canceled the spring game because of the weather. Here's one for you. Did you see the video that was out this week of Aaron Rodgers with the Dalai Lama? I heard about it. I haven't seen the video. It's pretty cool. It's on YouTube. Were they, in, YouTube. Were they in India talking? Or? No, he should have been from. I, I don't know that I caught where he was they run were. run out of Tibet. I know. You're going to say from. No, he was run out of Tibet by the Chinese. Go ahead. But it was just. It was some kind of thing where Rogers ended up with the Dalai Lama. Dalai Lama, yeah. Unbelievable. <clears throat> Which they had on the website. Or the, one of the Brewers of the Packers, one of them had it all on there. The other team did not. So they were mm. talking about that in the sports radio. But Joe, so if you wanted to make a Polish dish, yeah, we talk about kielbasa and uh, sure. noodles and good pierogi. You know, pierogi oh, action can't can't get oh. wrong. Go wrong with a little pierogi action because the churches on the west side of South Bend, Indiana, where I lived for four years, heavily Polish neighborhoods, and it was you'd have churches and the weddings you'd have the kielbasa and all the, the noodles and the sure, white bread with sure. butter and sauerkraut. Yep, that that, that sounds was kind like of Easter standard for me. Fair. And there were beautiful. 
crews of nice women who would prepare it for the wedding. Because I, I, I got married in a Methodist church, but our reception was in the Catholic hall, blessed by the priests. But, you know, I, I wish I'd have got worked on the annulment, but that's another question. Uh, <laughs> but a boom. He'll be here all week, folks. <laughs> yeah, to your wives and sweethearts. May they never meet. No, I'm kidding. It's an old joke. It's like vaudeville. But no, and I'm kidding. Don't embarrass you fellows because you're both family men. Um, anyway, it's great food, and uh, Jerry, it's a great story. GoFundMe.com. The girl in the picture. Slash the or dot. Dot. Um, GoFundMe.com slash, slash the girl in the picture. The girl in the picture. We'll do that. We got four minutes. Um, <clears throat> Recapping. The Delafieldhotel.com? Correct. The Delafieldhotel.com. Does get the this. restaurant have its own? And the restaurant what? is uh, ID. Um, and it's also linked up with the Delafield Hotel. You'll, you'll see it on the Delafieldhotel.com. You know, website. I got I to ask. Yeah. ID? Yep. You guys, you, you can keep asking. I can't, oh, can't he, answer he now does. that I don't know. Uh, well, it's like yeah. Harry S. Truman. What did the S stand for? It was just S. Yeah. You learn that Stands in school. Jerry, I, I thought maybe since uh, Paul Ryan retired is retiring, you could run for office in uh, the first district. But I kind of no. like my sixth graders. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Rock County. You native. like them? Well, I'm a, I'm a licensed sub in a district, and I'm in this area, and I won't mention it. But I, I need a cigarette by four o'clock, and I don't smoke. <laughs> I mean, there's always about eight or nine that are out of control. Rome Corners Intermediate, Mitch. I've had more fun this winter with these kids than I ever thought humanly possible. So you're in a nicer district, huh? It's nice people, good teachers. Everybody's got a pretty good well, attitude. I asked the, the good kids, why are they acting like this? And they always say, because you're a sub. So maybe that's part of it, yeah. The sub thing. Sixth grade water cooler humor. Yeah. One of my kids walked by and said, Jared, got a joke for you. I was like, okay. And he goes, my brother thought an onion was the only thing, a vegetable that could hurt him. I was like, okay. And he goes, then I hit him with a coconut. <laughs> Nicely played. Uh, it's, it's not bad for a sixth grader, I guess. Oh come on! Not, you not, gotta don't get into vegetables versus fruits. No, that's, then I hit him with a. It was just like, I hit him with a coconut. Yeah, yeah it's not bad. It's not pretty bad. good. Yeah. yeah, we were cruel. We we got my sixth grade teacher a bottle of scope for Christmas. She had wasted bad breath. <laughs> we thought she was an alcoholic. We went right for the black humor. It was dark. I'm not proud of it. How's your burger? We don't have a burger. Well, that's okay. I mean, get a burger anywhere. Well, grilling uh, time. You can get a burger anywhere, by the way. Uh, recapping the headlines today: Paul Ryan quitting. Uh, we haven't gone to war yet. Have you guys heard any headlines? No, no we're nothing. Not, we're not war yet. Yeah, not yet. Um, Jerry couldn't have Stormy Daniels on this show. I mean, I was trying to get him to hook that up, but it didn't work out. Uh, Tomorrow, okay. I probably should have left that voicemail on your wife's yeah. phone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We want to thank Mike Brockwell, our studio engineer, producer, also Bob Keller for the Spacer and West Washington Avenue Keller Real Estate Group, uh, Tuscan Place, Washington Court, uh, West Side, Whitcomb Square for seniors. All those places go to KellerApartments.com. That's KellerApartments.com. Also, after this show, right next uh, up on the lineup on MadisonTalks.com, the wide world of radio. Bob Abella has produced this show. It's got all the greats from the 30s and 40s. Uh, Al Jolson and Sinatra and Crosby and Fred Martin, Jack Benning, all coming up next on the Mitch Hanks Show on MadisonTalks.com. We'll see you next time. <laughs>